Look, payday's awesome, but running payroll, calculating taxes and deductions, staying compliant, that's not easy. Unless, of course, you have Gusto. Gusto is a simple online payroll and benefits tool built for small businesses like yours. Gusto gets your team paid while automatically filing your payroll taxes. Plus, you can offer benefits like 401k, health insurance, and workers' comp, and it makes onboarding new employees a breeze. We love it so much, we really do use it ourselves, and we have four years, and I personally recommend you give it a try, no matter how small your business is. And to sweeten the deal, just for listening today, you also get three months free. Go to gusto.com slash boss. that's gusto.com slash being boss. Welcome to Being Boss, a podcast for creatives, business owners, and entrepreneurs who want to take control of their work and live life on their own terms. I'm your host, Emily Thompson. And in this episode, I'm joined by Corey from the Being Boss team to explore the topic of using social media for personal or business purposes with intention, ensuring that you're showing up in a way that feels good and feeds your business in just the way you need. You can find all the tools, books, and links we reference on the show notes at www.beingboss.club. And if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe to this show and share us with a friend. All right, bosses, it's time for another podcast recommendation. And this one is a deep dive into all the unsexy industries that are often overlooked. The podcast is Unsexy, hosted by Elaine Zelby, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. In each episode of Unsexy, Elaine explores industries such as campsite booking and outdoor travel, agriculture, chemical industry, and more. And sure, she claims they're unsexy, but many of the episodes are exactly the kinds of businesses that I would love to know more about, and I feel like many of you will too. Learn more and listen to Unsexy wherever you get your podcasts. Corey, it has been a hot minute since you've been on this side of the mic. I know. I've been getting to think that you were avoiding me. <laughs> I, I you think you were avoiding the conversation of why I don't have a name tag yet. <laughs> I knew this was coming. I knew this was Maybe I'm waiting for that 30th birthday you have next month. If that's my birthday present, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what? I'll be I'll be okay with that. Literally, that's like, that's a very like adult <laughs> birthday present is like a professional name tag for your desk. Is it not that I told you and back pain and knee pain? <laughs> you just, well, I have we get to on and Corey hearing, tells so. me <laughs> already there. We got on and Corey tells me the next month is 30th birthday. He's like, do I get something like a tax deduction? <laughs> or something? I feel like, like that's the Corey. thing. Like as you get older, you should just like start paying less taxes. Like as a prize get- for just living. <laughs> price <laughs> costing the system more money yeah. as you go mm-hmm. <laughs> just tax breaks yeah. um well i am excited that you are here tax breaks or not knee pain or not is it knee or back you have back pain right <laughs> i don't even know what hurts anymore because i think everything hurts and so oh, it's just yeah I, I think the pain i feel is actually the opposite of pain it's like the feel good because everything are, hurts are you not like i think i'm i think i'm just used to the pain so what i don't hurt it's weird. Jeez, Corey. <laughs> should probably see someone about pain. that. No. Pain is my normal state of existence. I heard that. Well, just wait till you hit 35 plus. You got, you got so much looking, further to looking go. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay. So you're here today to chat with me about social media. And very specifically, social, like using social media intentionally. Is what we're here to talk about today. You ready for this conversation? I'm excited to turn this around on you a little bit and otherwise make this do. Uh, so you asked me if I was excited about it. No, <laughs> I actually hate this topic. <laughs> I hate social media so much. Okay, tell me about this, though. Why do you hate social? Are you on it? Are you using it? Like, what does it look like for you um, to be using social media? I feel like, uh, yeah, I have I have the Facebooks and I have the Twitters yep. and I have the Instagrams. That's really about it. Um, I don't use Facebook anymore. I, the only reason I still have Facebook is because people still message me on Facebook me- Messenger for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, I use Twitter a lot just to get like news and updates and stuff. And the only reason I have Instagram is so I can share dog pics. <laughs> yep. But like I miss, I miss, I miss MySpace, and that's a very millennial <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> but it was a simpler time where yeah. it was all about just sharing music 
and and pissing off your friends about who was in your top 10 or not. Yep. But like I missed that. Top eight. It was, it was top, top eight. eight. Okay. Well. Yep. Right. If you were friend number nine or 10, you were just screwed. Like nowadays, social media is just all opinions. And I just don't like it. I agree. I Okay. But I don't... <laughs> This is going to be a happy episode, okay. everyone. <laughs> well, see, that's what I was <laughs> going to say. Life. Like, that's why another reason I keep Instagram is because I follow like all of these dog accounts. I just I get mm. dog pictures every day. It's awesome. Yes, in our family, uh, we like we save funnies. Air quotes funnies. Mm-hmm. Like, let me show you my new funnies, and then we'll sort of all gather around, and it's all dogs mm-hmm. mostly, or sometimes you know a hippo <laughs> or similar, <laughs> like some sort of cute animal doing something funny. Our funnies. Um, so. I wanted to talk about this. This this came up. Well, one, this comes up all the time. It does. All the time. This conversation around using social media and in particular using social media intentionally, especially as a business owner, obviously, because that's why we're here, comes up all the time in our boss in our boss community stuff, being boss community does meetups and um, like, actually, we're doing local meetups now, just so you know, uh, sparingly, mostly in Chattanooga, where I am. But we do Monday meetups virtually every single Monday. We're doing virtual co-working. We have our clubhouse conversations for, you know, clubhouse members. And I would say out of every three boss gatherings, virtual or IRL, and two of them were talking about social media. Mm-hmm. It is just like such a big topic for doing business these days, online or offline, doesn't even matter. And so we're having lots of conversations around strategy, what's working, what's not working. I hate it. I love it. <laughs> Whatever it may be. And I recently, though, was in a session. I was leading a session. I can't remember exactly which one it was. And a boss came in with a very pointed question asking me how it is that I intentionally use social media. And she asked me this question out of all of the conversations that I've been a part of where I talk about how intentionally I use it for the most part. And I'll sort of show you the like behind the scenes in a minute. And how I have really adjusted my mindset around social media in a way that bosses who are trying to really figure out their relationship with it are coming to me to ask me like what mine looks like. So the team was together. We were talking about you know what we want to do some episodes around and, and um, someone brought up doing one on this topic in particular because it comes up so often and that question was such a, a poignant one. Poignant? Poignant. I don't, did, I don't think you pronounced the G. I Point, didn't. Boy, oh, well, now I can't say it. Po- poignant. 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 That, is, that was it. Poignant. Sure. It's such a poignant don't, question. Don't think too hard about it. Just say it. <laughs> I know. I did. I said it. And I immediately was like, eh, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> but I think I did it right. Okay. So here we are. Comes up all the time. I do stay off social media a whole lot. But you'll also see that, like, even I have my weaknesses <laughs> for sure. And really, social media has just become so much of how we go about our life and business that I think the the lines between appropriate or, in, uh, appropriate or inappropriate or intentional and mindlessness use is sort of getting really blurred. And a lot of people, I think, especially after sitting inside for two years, just scrolling because what else were we going to do are sort of feeling a little messed up with their relationships with social media, right? They, they're feeling a little addicted. They're sort of feeling the heat of of having been on social media so much and maybe really rethinking or finally for the first time, maybe even thinking about their relationship with social media. And this is a conversation that I've been having for years. I was off Facebook before anyone else was. I was off Instagram before anyone else was. Like I've been uh, very mindful about my relationships with social media since before it became a cool thing to get off Facebook or whatever it may be. So that's why we're here to talk about it. Um, I also want to throw in, I guess, sort of one more point in that it has become such a huge part of how we exist both as people and as businesses that I see too many bosses thinking that social media is the only way to market. Mm-hmm. 
And that's another thing I really want to tackle in this episode, sort of showing you some some other ways of looking at it that really has you opening up to the plethora of other marketing avenues out there because social media is just one of many. Social media is the newest and it's the flashiest and it's um, quote unquote, maybe the easiest, though I don't even think that's true. Uh, it's the lowest and barrier to entry, but I wouldn't it's say probably it's probably the, the most accessible. Yeah. I think it is the most accessible. So yes, lowest barrier to entry, most generally accessible. Um, but it's not the only. And I think too many bosses think these days that it's the only way to market. Yeah. And you've said before on the podcast that business marketing existed before the internet, before social media was a thing. So like yeah. there are still those opportunities out there. Like it's not just social media. Yeah. They were millionaires before social media, y'all. <laughs> 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 Right. And perfectly good businesses and all the things. Even more broadly, like when people say social media, they instantly go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. But like social media nowadays can be a whole, whole big thing. Like it could be YouTube. Honestly, even the Being Boss community is a social network. It's just a yeah. private social network. Well, it's not really private. You can join. Anyone can join. But yeah, social media can be anything like Discord. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hang Reddit. out on YouTube. Whenever people I follow on YouTube does a live stream, I hop on the chat and, and we have a little social media hangout on YouTube. So social That's media adorable, can be anything. Corey. I know, right? No, I love that it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So social media is a really broad term. You are totally correct. It does include more than Instagram or Pinterest or Twitter or whatever it is that you're using. Um, but again, people, I, th I think that's sort of like one of the faults of social media is that it gets you so like pigeonholed and thinking that this is the only thing like whether it's the platform whether whether it's just generally the media where it's the mindset the like point of view whatever it may be that um that what i hope to do with this episode is open your eyes to so many other opportunities for sure for engaging for marketing for growing for whatever so that's how i'd like to start this off i will also say I do not want any of my social media manager bosses or otherwise like marketing people to feel hated on by this episode whatsoever. <laughs> I love you. And I think that the work that you do is really great. Um, so this is not again, like this is not against any social media managers. I am also not a social media pro, as you will see as we go throughout this episode. What I really just want to do is share with you some tactics that I have used, some insights that I have used, um, and some of my own experiences around really shifting my relationship um, around social media over the past several years to be where I am now running two successful businesses with the relationship with social media that I do have. Okay, so let's actually start there with your relationship with social media. And I want to go at this from two different angles because you have your personal side and then you have yeah. your business side. And I think the personal side is the more juicy story. So tell us more about your personal relationship with social media. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it. I don't use it. I don't use it for personal very much. And there are a couple like little asterisks around that. For sure. And I will share those. Um, but very early on, well, actually, I will say I was on MySpace first yeah. in the early two mid 2000s, mid 2000s, mid 2000s. Um, but even before then, I, I mean, I had a like, um, I had a, mm, a blog, a live journal. It wasn't a live, live journal. journal, it was like an online um, diary situation gosh. back, like, Back in the day, so like I was sharing online and sort of quote unquote meeting people online, but like you didn't tell people that, <laughs> <laughs> right? That you're meeting people online. So I've been sharing on the internet for a really long time, for a really long time since, um, since yeah, the early 2000s, basically. Got on MySpace, was on MySpace for a while, made friends before you could tell people you were making friends on the internet. Um, I was on Facebook before Facebook was open to the public. So I was on Facebook when only students at certain colleges could get on Facebook. So I remember getting on Facebook back then. I remember being mad about it too. I remember being like, ooh, Facebook, like I'm on MySpace. I'm not going to create a Facebook. And then I did create a Facebook. And so this would have been mid 2000. So 05, 06, maybe um, on Facebook, was on Facebook for a while. And I remember very 
intentionally stating once that if my mother ever got on Facebook, I was getting off. (laughs) (laughs) Because also, do you remember back in the MySpace days that if you met someone online who was like in their 20s on MySpace or on Facebook or whatever, you were like, those losers, why don't they have a job? (laughs) Did you ever feel that way? I mean, no. I do. I do. I remember like seeing older people on those platforms and thinking like, oh, why don't you have a life? (laughs) Why are you on these platforms? Anyway. I was just judgy, Emily. I, I, um, I'm pretty sure I joined Facebook in 2008. So right after they opened up outside of colleges. Yeah. Hmm. Right? That was a long, long, wow. that was a long, long time ass time ago, y'all. How does Facebook time. survive that long? Wow. I know. I mean, by doing some shady shit, <laughs> for mm. sure. So, So on socials for a really long time. I remember very intentionally saying that my mother ever got on social or on Facebook, I'd get off. And the day that she sent me a friend invite, (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? The time has come. I did not get off then, though. I do think I left my, I think my mother is still in limbo. I don't think I ever, I haven't haven't accepted a friend request in a decade, y'all, basically. So, and I had to scroll back. In my in my Facebook feed, and saw that I stopped using Facebook. I stopped posting on Facebook in 2016, and I don't think I ever like had the app on my phone and used it consistently. Like I've never been a big Facebook user, um, especially once it opened up to the public. I was like back when it was like just my school friends, right? But once it opened up to the public, I I was uninterested. And so I've always been pretty disconnected from Facebook and really stopped posting back in 2016. Um, Since then, you know, people still post on my, it's funny, you're talking about Facebook Messenger. I check in on it every like six to nine months and people are still messaging me too. And I don't even care. (laughs) I'm not responding to a single one of them. I do still have my Facebook account because I have to have it to have my Instagram account, which is just like how they got me, right? If it weren't for Instagram and really business Instagram, I totally would have deleted my Facebook page years ago, years and years ago. So screw Facebook <laughs> <laughs> for especially for personal use. In my personal opinion, everyone can have their own views. That's perfectly fine. It is not a place that I want to be ever, ever, ever. Um, I haven't regularly used my personal Instagram account since spring 2019. I did try to make a little bit of, of a comeback because I was just going to take a, a month break in spring mm-hmm. of 2019. It ended up being a year, almost an entire year. Um, I tried to come back in 2020. I came back with a couple of posts and just like I was done. Like I had taken a year off. I did not miss it really. What I did miss was like a bit of capturing and sharing. I've always felt like Instagram was a bit of an art project for me, which yeah. I really enjoyed curating um, and, you know, taking photos and, you know, making my feed look pretty, um, but only from like a very personal sort of aesthetic purpose. And, you know, coming back in 2020, you, um, and since then, like, I just, I don't care. I don't care. So I'm not on my personal Instagram. I will click over to my personal Instagram from my business accounts once every two or three months. And I always have tons of messages and I don't even read or reply to a single one of them. Like I'm not engaging on that account literally at all. So that's like my Instagram, Facebook. And then I am a little bit on Twitter. Yeah. You just, you made a comeback recently and- You've a been, little bit, but you've I'll, been can snarky, I, and I love it. <laughs> I am a snarky bitch, y'all. I'm not gonna lie, um, and that's kind of why I like Twitter. It's like I feel like if I put things like that on Instagram, you, you know, the trolls are coming after me for being a bitch, and like y'all, I'm not trying. <laughs> um, but I can do that a little bit more on Twitter, which I enjoy. But I will tell you that I have four times as much content in my drafts. Yeah. Then I actually publish because I show up all the time with some snarky, funny thing, or let me tell you about this funny thing that just happened to me. And I type it up and I think, you know what? The last thing I care about is having a conversation with the whole internet. <laughs> I just don't want to. And I like, yeah. I say that to myself every single time I type up this really hysterical tweet. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to have a conversation with the internet. And so I don't. So I have hmm. a draft folder full of funny things. And I just, when I'm like at my weakest, or if it's, it's not even my funniest, my funniest are still in dress for sure, um, that I actually will post something. So I'm on Twitter, but I also hate it there. (laughs) Well, why do you hate it? 
Because I don't want to have a conversation. Maybe hate is a strong word. Hate is a bit of a strong word, but I do not feel a desire to open up any kind of conversation with internet public. So it's, it's, you hate having to post, but do you still like use the app to like see what other people are posting? Not very much. Hmm. Not very, I do a little bit. And so here's like, here's like a culmination of where my relationship currently is. So I'm not posting very much content, hardly ever at all, especially personally. Um, I will scroll occasionally, but it is for me a red flag that like my mental health isn't where it needs to be. So if I ever catch myself going to Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, because I recently got Almanac on TikTok very lightly, if I ever catch myself like going, okay, I just want to scroll, I know that I'm not feeling well and that I'm just like numbing my mind. With what, scrolling. What do you do with all the free time when you're not scrolling mindlessly on social you media? Know, I wonder how the hell y'all have free time to scroll. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have free time to scroll at all. That's so weird. Yeah. So like, so anyway, so I will sometimes. I, I'm not like TikTok has got me a little bit. Um, and I will find myself scrolling. And I will, if I do it for two or three days where I'm like scrolling for, you know, 30, 40 80 minutes i'm like okay i'm not okay yeah Hmm. and i have to i will like cold turkey and i will literally go weeks without scrolling a single platform like i'll open it and like we all know that like muscle memory we get of like going to instagram and clicking on it as soon as i open i'm like ooh, why did i do that and i'll close it immediately and that is the relationship that i have built with social media um of just like i can't i won't i won't do it I feel out of the loop if I'm not checking Twitter every like half hour. <laughs> I granted, love being like, out of the loop. I, I only use like I don't follow just random people. Like I only follow like yeah, like media outlets and stuff. So I can I can see what's going on. Yes, like I don't follow just random people that are just posting random things because that is a waste of time to me. Yeah, but uh, I see a little note here. Yeah, that you're on TikTok. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, I I do want to go to this, like, staying in and out of the loop, because I actually want to refer back to an episode we did uh, later last year with um, Teresa Riesdecker about staying informed. We will make sure that that is – the title was staying informed if you want to scroll back. Um, We'll make sure that is in the show notes of this idea, because I don't want to give the impression that I'm not staying informed. Mm -hmm. What I do want to make very clear is I'm not staying informed on social media. Mm. Right. Like I am I reading the news. Um, I and I'm also doing it when I need to. I cannot read the news every day. I go through these bouts. And again, it becomes a sign of my mental health of like I can go stay informed. If I go and I check am checking the news every day, I know that like I'm not okay, And so I will need to pull back or, you know, just be a little more sparingly or read a little more sparingly, be more intentional. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I'm staying informed for sure, but I'm not doing it on social media because I will get into the call. Com- I will go read the comments of that news post or whatever, and I will just spiral into humanity has lost its effing mind. And that is not a place I ever need to be. OK, that's that's a good point. So I'm not following like CNN or anything like that. I'm following like video game news and movie <laughs> news. So it's g- generally happy stuff. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. We'll see. And I, I will follow some news and then I'll, you know, sort of go into these rabbit holes of how people are replying or or just anything popping up in my feed. I feel like especially, you know, two years pandemic, my nervous system is also a little raw. Yeah. Of like, I find myself getting a little too triggered too easily by just some, you know, thing the algorithm is throwing into me. And I will say that I think that I don't like how platforms are working on discoverability in a way that it's showing you lots of things that you don't follow like it's not as curated and like i understand like this idea of showing you different perspectives and helping you find different accounts and all of those things but in general i don't like it and most of the people i've talked to don't like it either Uh, i i've liked it i hate it on like instagram and facebook but i like it mostly on twitter because i do it does typically show me accounts that i would like to follow i just didn't know existed 
Yeah. So it, it is nice for discovering new accounts to follow. But yeah, for the most part, it, it is annoying. Boss, I know you're on a mission, a mission to guide and influence and build. Having a mission is good for business, but you have to build your business to support your mission too. Whatever your mission is, HubSpot is here to help your business grow better with a CRM platform that grows with you. It's easy to use website builder helps you create, manage, and update your business's unique online presence. So you can get your mission out to the world quickly and easily. Plus with seamless plugins that help you track customer activity, you'll know what's clicking and who's not all from your HubSpot dashboard. Get started and get going for good with HubSpot. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. Anyway, let's talk about TikTok really quickly. I did, so sort of a future part of this is like, do I ever feel like I'm missing out by, you know, not being on social? And TikTok is one of those things where I see it happening. I see the conversations. I refuse to get on it for years. And I recently did for Almanac because Crystal Talk <laughs> is a real big thing, y'all. And so I was like, okay, let me go figure this out. And also, like, I have a strategic business mind. I wanted to get into TikTok and see what in the world is happening. Like, well, how are humans thinking these days? And y'all, I'm not impressed. <laughs> I cannot wrap my head around TikTok. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting beast. And so I got in there to like play with Almanac and I still think I might end up playing a little bit. And again, just from like a business strategy curiosity standpoint um, to see sort of just to see, just to see. Um, it was really funny this past weekend. I was with my parents who I don't see super often. And my dad brought up TikTok and I was sitting at the dinner table with my dad and my mom and my grandmother. And um, I was like, you want to see TikTok? And dad was like, you have it? <laughs> like, it's like, like, it's like a, you know, secret or I don't, it was so funny. <laughs> and I was like, yes. And so I pull it up and I go to some of my funnies um, and I go to show them to them. And my mom and grandmother did not get TikTok. They were like, what are, why is this, what is this four second video we just saw with a hippo or whatever yeah. it may be? Um, my dad got it immediately. He thought it was hysterical. <laughs> he understood what was happening. And like, if, if you know my parents, you know that that's not really the way that maybe you would imagine that that situation swinging. Um, but it was very funny to sort of see my dad pick up on TikTok as quickly as he did. It also just told me plenty about TikTok for sure. Um, so anyway, a little bit on TikTok. But in terms of business, my relationship looks like I do not manage the being ball social media. I gave that up many years ago. Um, and we're constantly having conversations as to whether or not we even care, yeah. <laughs> which was something we'll talk about in a minute. I do create content for Almanacs. Um, social media, Instagram, um, a little bit of TikTok, though I haven't posted one there in a while. Um, it's something that I look forward to handing off in the future, but for the moment, it's still in on my to-do list. Um, but I am not engaging. We have hired someone on to do the replying to comments and things because that's really where I lie and something we'll get into in a minute is I'm not trying to engage on social media. That's not where I'm going to put my engagement energy at all. I will create content as needed, um, but that's not where I hang out. I've never used TikTok. I've seen TikTok. My friends, they keep trying to show me TikTok. I'm just like, this is not my type of place. How how does a business use TikTok? Like, how does Almanac use TikTok? I don't know. I'm just playing <laughs> with it. That's actually something that, you know, I've spent a lot of time finding business accounts that are doing it well. And maybe I'm not millennial enough. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm definitely not like Jen, whatever comes after. Um, I just... I'm not my dream customer in any way, shape, or form for either business, basically. I mean, I am to some extent, um, but also very not in terms of like how social media marketing works. So I can't really wrap my brain around it. Um, it's mostly just being a little too reactive, like hitting a trend whenever it pops up or whatever it may be. And like, that's just, that's not how I want to create content, which is sort of a whole other part of this conversation. So I don't know. I've been trying to find accounts that are doing it well. I found a couple, but like, it's just, it's a weird place, <laughs> says I, the old millennial in the room. <laughs> it is a weird place. And that, that's, I think that's kind of why I've, I've, I've found my way to mostly only hanging out on Twitter is because other social media, it's just, it's become so weird. And like Twitter is weird in its own way, if you follow yeah. the, the yes. weird accounts. 
But it's just social media has just morphed into this weird place where people, <laughs> I don't know, they, it changes us. <laughs> it does change us. And like, and just like the trends on TikTok or even like Instagram reels, like the, just the things I see people just doing all the time. Like I said, and I still have not, and I probably will never. Long ago though, I said that like, you will never see me doing a dance on social media to teach you something with like Mm -hmm. pointing at the like and god bless anyone who does that (laughs) like i love that for you but you're never gonna see that's not how i'm here to educate anybody uh i just i just pictured like kathleen doing your social media for tiktok (laughs) (laughs) she'd probably be great at it and i and again like no disrespect to anyone who does do that i'm not doing that (laughs) y'all (laughs) <laughs> All right, let, let, let's so using so you're self aware that you're not going to be doing that on, Twi- on on TikTok. So let's move into self awareness on social media. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts here? So I really want to bring this bring this like idea of being super intentional. And so self awareness and social media, the idea of being intentional is is really about understanding yourself and the relationship that you want with social media. And let's say you are a solopreneur and you have to use, quote unquote, have to use social media for your business and you don't have someone there to manage it like I do. You know, I'm handing those things off. If the team wants to stay on Instagram, I love that for you guys, whatever it may be. And so you're using it as your social media or as your marketing avenue then like knowing what your boundaries are is really important. That's like, that's where the intentionality comes into it. So that's it's really what I want to dive into because intentionality requires self-awareness, which is understanding what you want to be doing, where you want to be doing it, why you're doing it, all of those things. For myself, like I said, I'm very self-aware that my going to social media is a sign of like my mental health not being great. And mostly because I know that I want to be spending my time elsewhere. Okay, so I mean, even if you're just, do you ever mindlessly watch TV and and find no. yourself scrolling? Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't like. I don't. I don't really watch TV. If I'm mindless, so actually, here is what I want, and so this is like being very self aware as to who I want to be. I before watching TV, before like reading social media, I want to be well read. Yeah. Like if I'm going to be mindlessly doing something, I want to be reading a magazine. I want to be reading a book. I want to be like looking at some like you know landscape photo book (laughs) or which is isn't that funny that's kind of scrolling as i'm like (laughs) miming like turning pages um but i'd rather be well read than well versed in tiktok trends personally so you're saying you can't like dual wield a book and twitter while scrolling and reading at the same time you can't do that So saying you can only focus on the book. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. I can only focus on one thing at a time. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 and that's that's a divide that I create in my mind often. Like if I catch myself doing it, I'm like, no, just scroll over to your Kindle app, right? And let's scroll there. Oh, Kindle, and, that's a thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was, let's scroll books, there and read something. But, okay. No, Kindle, <laughs> okay. Kindle. So. I am reading books as much as I can and not even like business. I'm not trying to educate myself. Like I'm reading, I'm going <laughs> trying, on epic adventures. I'm not trying adventures. to educate myself. I'm just. <laughs> right. I'm entertaining myself. I would rather be well-read than well-versed in social media trends personally. Mm, okay. Personally. Um, I would rather be going on a hike or sitting in my backyard, looking at the flowers on my phone or okay. whatever it may be. Or like I'd rather. City. What? Porch sitting. Porch sitting, for mm. sure. Um, I would rather be having a like conversation with my friends. Yeah. Like a legit one. I spend plenty of time on the Marco Polo app <laughs> talking to my friends. So instead of scrolling, instead of like, you know, reading all the comments on that news thread, whatever it may be, those are the things that I'm doing. And so for me, it's getting very, um, very self-aware of the kinds of things that I need to be doing to cultivate the person I actually want to be. And like, and again, if you want to have like, if who you want to be is having a mass network of social media followers, or, you know, be curating the most epic grid on the face of the planet, or like sharing your funny ass stories in your TikTok videos, love that for you a hundred percent. Know that though, 
and like do things to support that. But I also just know that in general, that's not what I want to be. And I mean, there was a time when you were all about that perfect grid of images on oh, Instagram. But sure. well, you, yeah. you kind of grew out of that. Yep. But not to say other people aren't in that phase still. Indeed. Hmm. Indeed. And like I learned plenty of things and I met plenty of people and like that served that time in my life. But at this moment, that's not how I want to be. So I think just being super self-aware of like who you want to be and then making sure that you are spending your time supporting that desire for who it is that you want to be. For me, reading books, being outside, having conversations with my friends that aren't public because I think that's a thing. So what kind of social things are you showing up for? All kinds of things. <laughs> so just because I'm not on social media doesn't mean that I'm like being a hermit, right? I am in the Bing Boss community. Whenever we launched the community almost two and a half years ago, which is wild, I remember very making a very conscious decision of like, okay, F social media. Like I'm going to show up in this space, in this social platform for the people who are like me, but are going to challenge me, who are... um where we can sort of discuss the things that are relevant to me and where I don't have to be worried about being trolled, basically. <laughs> and like, and I feel like there's going to be plenty of perspectives of like, oh, you know, you've like, you know, creating a safe place. You're not going to be like, go have a conversation with the boss and see if you're not being challenged. Legit. Who I don't need to be challenged by is like your weird Uncle Randy. I'm going to kind of start trolling you on, on the community. <laughs> oh, my God. Corey. Yeah. Right. So I'm in the community. I'm in there with bosses. It's not happening on Instagram, but it is happening mm -hmm. in the being boss community. So I'm showing up in that space and especially the virtual events that we're having. Um, I'm also, especially these days, super prioritizing meetups. So super prioritizing. And like this is being boss meetups, but also just like IRL conversations or, you know, Zoom conversations as needed with people. So yes, I could spend an hour scrolling social media or I can spend an hour having coffee with someone talking about things that they saw on social media <laughs> or things that are super relevant to what I'm doing or actually going to help me move forward. Um, so I'm prioritizing those like face-to-face, -face, either Zoom or IRL connections, um, group or one-on-one. -on -one. I'm like, I'm hanging out with people. And again, for me, I'd rather have a really tight knit group of like IRL friends than, you know, 20,000 people who kind of know me, but only just like my shoes. So you're still social networking, just not yes. in the definition that most people think not of today. Publicly. And I think that's, that's an interesting, I mean, not like, you know, internet public. That's an interesting device. I feel like we've put so much energy into this idea of like everyone seeing that I ate this great thing for dinner or everyone seeing that I created this thing or everyone seeing, you know, that my flower bloomed and y'all, I'm there. <laughs> you go to my Instagram and see if that's not the thing that I care about most. Um, I am, I'm doing it in a way that's not super, public, like super public. Mm -hmm. And I get just as much joy from it, if not more. Honestly, that is my experience. Um, and then otherwise, just having conversations with friends, whatever that looks like, like really prioritizing real private conversations um, as opposed to just tweeting a funny thing to however many thousands of people end up seeing it. I don't, I'm going to instead like Marco Polo, my friends and be like, let me tell you about this fucked up thing that just happened <laughs> as opposed to telling Twitter. What about what about with your business? So that is definitely personal side. In the business, I'm focusing on the channels that I own. I don't own Instagram. I don't own Facebook. I don't own what's happening on TikTok. I don't own any of those things. I own my newsletter list. I own my website and otherwise like SEOing the hell out of that. I own the Bean Boss community. Mm -hmm. I mean, more or less. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, I'm showing up for my people, for my online business, for uh, my customers, my audience, all the things, but I'm doing it in places that I, the podcast, right? This is a place that I more generally own. Um, I'm showing up. I'm just showing up in the places that I own and I'm focusing on creating content that lives for more than 24 hours, right? Um. So blog posts, podcasts, 
courses, kind of, I haven't done one of those in a while, but like creating that kind of stuff, as opposed to instead deciding to use my time creating tons of Instagram content that's relevant for what, 24 hours, 48 Unless it goes viral. Unless it goes viral. And then like three days, (laughs) four days, Um, TikToks, I think their algorithm does keep things alive a little bit longer, which is cool. Um, but like, but still you also get, though Instagram is changing this a little bit, you get like no SEO, like juice from creating all of that content for social media platforms. Um, that is changing just a little bit, but that even creeps me out more than makes me excited. Um, I recently Googled something. I can't remember what it was. Um, and the first or second post was just an Instagram post or some, some, bullshit someone said about the topic on Instagram. And I was like, this is going to be problematic. <laughs> this is going to be legitimately problematic. Um, so I'm still creating content. I'm still sharing. I'm still showing up. Um, but I'm doing it in places that I both own and where my effort is going to pay off longer than creating a whole bunch of tweets or Instagrams. Whether you're working on your own or with a team, FreshBooks has you covered as the easy to use accounting software designed specifically with small business owners like you in mind. It's filled with features like time tracking, expenses, invoicing, and projects that are perfect for both entrepreneurs and growing teams. You can collaborate with employees, clients, and contractors, share files and messages with everyone involved, and sit back and just watch how quickly things happen when everything is in one place. Try FreshBooks free for 30 days, no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com slash boss to get started today. You're self-aware with how you're using social media. Like you know how you want to use it, how you don't want to use it and where you want to show up. But what does it mean to actually intentionally use social media for your business? I think it means basically all the things we just talked about, right? And then creating a plan based on that. So it's knowing how you want to be using your time in relationship to social media. Like, is it really the best use of your resources, your time, money, and energy? Yes or no? Prioritizing appropriately. Um, Two, making sure that you're showing up like how it is that you really want to be showing up. Um, So and where, right? So what platform are you going to be on? Um, Are you going to be using it personally or professionally? Do you find the platform inspiring or draining? I think it's a big one. Like a lot of people are like, oh, everyone says I should be on Instagram, but I hate Instagram. Yeah. Then like find one that actually makes you happy. And go there because if you're going to be spending tons of time creating content for it, engaging, et cetera, let's, let's keep it from making you miserable for sure. Um, and are your customers there? <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's – if you're using it for your business, like be intentional with knowing that your people are actually going to be there engaging with your content in the way that you want or need them to. Um, Because again, with social media, there's so much like you should be here, you should be doing this, you should be using it in this way, whatever it may be, that a lot of people are not stopping and thinking about how that actually serves their business. Um, You know, often hear from the kinds of businesses that really don't need a social media presence. Like even let's say, I've definitely talked to some service providers who are booked out, who have no room in their calendar, who are making plenty of dollar bills and like have really great security and like, you know, have a bit of a wait list and whatever. And someone has told them they should be on social media. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? You're fine. You're (laughs) doing, you were like, you have that holy grail business that doesn't need this to survive or even thrive. So why would you get on social? Like, is there something else you can do? But someone told them they should and they see everyone around them doing it. So they think they should too. Not necessarily true. Hmm. So that's a really big one for me um, is just what platform? Why are you going to be there? Um, What does it look like for you to be there? Are you going to be sharing or engaging? Um, You're going to be educating or just like being inspiring and funny? Are you going to be marketing? Are you going to be selling in the place? do not recommend necessarily, or less, especially not building your business model on selling on a social media platform. You should be making money in your own channels for sure. There's nothing more like I, this is going to maybe be a hard one for someone to hear, but 
you, I do not believe that you have built a healthy business if a change in the algorithm wrecks your business. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. And I say that as someone who's been wrecked before, right? I mean, in, I'm thinking particularly when Apple Podcasts changed their algorithms and we were <sighs> like, right? Wasn't that the worst ever? Yeah. That's when I realized like I'd been resting on some laurels I shouldn't have been resting on. Right. Wasn't as healthy as I thought it was. I didn't go like, well, I did go bitching about it. <laughs> not going to lie. But I also took responsibility. 100% took responsibility. And I see too many people going, uh, the algorithms. And as I like play faint over here, <laughs> the algorithm, they've wrecked my, they've ruined my business. Now, honey, you ruined your business when you, you depended on a channel that you do not own to have a business. So. If that hurts somebody to hear it, check yourself. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I also think like there is a win factor there of like, when are you going to be using social media? Um, Mm. For me, I schedule and then I step back. Right. I am not in the moment doing anything on social media. I can't do it. Other people thrive on that. I know lots of people who like will get up and, you know, one of their first to do's of the day is like get in there and engage and they get so much energy from that. Like they are intentionally showing up in this space and doing it. I love that. Um, But it's being really intentional with when. I think the when piece can also really inform what platform. So one of the things that I found between, you know, Instagram and maybe TikTok is that especially in TikTok, because it's so trends driven, um, you have to be pretty proactive. And yeah. that's a lot. You have to be very reactive of like, you can't create tons of TikTok content necessarily. You can, you know, have some interspersed things. But let's say a sound bite thing. <laughs> yeah, see, that makes no sense to me. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> but continue. You have to like jump in there and be really reactive. And I hate being reactive to those kinds of things. Um, So like that's why TikTok is not like my biggest strategy by any means. Um, Also, do you want to be creating more or engaging more or like a nice blend of the two? So like those sort of things can inform the other pieces, um, but it's just being really, really intentional and putting yourself in the place that you most want to be. Because there is a sort of line you have to draw between your answer to all of these and then your business's answer to all of these and find sort of the overlap between the two um, and the solutions to sort of put you where you want to be. Because I don't necessarily, like I'm not, I'm not doing a lot of this stuff, but the business may or may not need slash want it. And so I build what I need to build for it to happen without it sort of overstepping my boundaries as much as possible and sort of keeping that in mind. I think another piece of really intentionally using it too comes down to tracking your metrics and having a really clear picture of your ROI. There are too many bosses that I talk to who are like, you know, either so excited about what's happening on social media for their business or are like completely drained and feel defeated by it. And I'm like, well, you know, what's it doing for your business? And they have no idea. Like, is it getting you website traffic? Is it getting you, you know, your testimonials? Is it getting you um, sales, whatever it may be? And they have no idea. They're not tracking anything. So it's unfounded whether or not they should be excited or that they shouldn't be excited. Like they should actually be thinking about using their efforts elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, in episode 295, our tracking business metrics for success, we actually talked about how you may have a huge following on social media, but how many of those followers are actually translating into customers? It's like, yeah, maybe you're putting in a ton of time on social media and it's working for you there, but it's actually working for you in your business. Yeah. Yeah. Two totally different things. And so having a very clear picture of your ROI for using social media is part of doing business. Like you would do that if you did billboards. You would do that if you did a physical mailing. You would do that if you threw an event. So why aren't people doing that as like religiously for social media? They sort of let those metrics, even though it takes a ton of time and energy, they're letting those metrics just sort of float away. And otherwise, potentially waste a ton of their time on something um, that may or may not be working or may or may may or may not be working for the reasons or things that they want it to be. So a little example of this um, is Almanac for us. Um, We I do the social media for Almanac. 
pretty light engagement, which I'm fine with, some engagement. Um, but in Shopify, which is the platform that we use for our website and our POS, it will tell me how much of our sales come from social media. And let me tell you, it's like none. <laughs> like none. Like whenever I compare it to search, which is SEO, or even to platforms that like literally Facebook, which I do not use, <laughs> but like where people are sharing, or I think some of our, our, uh, what am I saying? Our products do feed into our Facebook page, which is not managed <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, Facebook makes more revenue than Instagram. And the amount of time that I spend on Instagram is literally several hundred times more than what I use on Facebook because Facebook is zero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and Instagram is making us almost no money. However, clear eye on R or clear eye. Yeah. On ROI is that maybe Shopify isn't telling us that we're getting a lot, but in store, we get a lot of people who come in looking for things that we posted on social media yeah. or who found us on social media. So we're getting a bunch of uh, that anecdotal feedback from that space that gives me a clear eye that tells me that I should continue at least doing some Instagram because even though it's not resulting in a lot of website orders, it is resulting in a lot of store traffic. Um, so whereas a clear, like a, a not clear eye would just look at Shopify and go, okay, Instagram is a waste of time. A clear eye shows me that it actually does bring in physical like foot traffic, in which case yeah. Screw a post not getting a ton of likes. If four people come in and buy it, I'm in. <laughs> and so does Almanac use Pinterest? No. So that's actually a tactic or a that's a project we hope to be implementing in the future because I am all about testing and changing. I'm not saying like all of this social media stuff um, from a place of like I haven't tried plenty of things. Um, I have, and I will continue. I, it's like innocent until proven guilty. Is that's social media innocent? Not um, really the same that's thing. But not at all. But like, I will continue mm. trying until I realize that there's good reasons to not like it. <laughs> okay. You know, I like, I'm not just going to call it, I'm not going to call anything useless <laughs> until I've proven that it's useless. Okay. Um, so I'll continue trying things. So. We are not currently doing a lot of Pinterest stuff, though that is a strategy that we look at or we're looking at playing with in the near future for sure. I just hear that it's still probably the best social media platform for actually converting views into website traffic. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. Very that's, that's cool. Word in the street. Yeah, I that actually sort of brings up a, a point of like that self-awareness piece. In one of the community conversations we were having recently, we were talking about individual platforms, this idea of finding the platform that really sort of feeds you or doesn't like drain you and piss you off every time you log on, which is, you know, most of them for me. But one of the ones for me that I probably do use, and I don't see this one as like a sign of bad mental health um, or anything it is Pinterest for me of like, I will literally just use Pinterest. I'll open it up to like, just look at some fun stuff and sort of get some happy vibes and oh, look at that cake or <laughs> whatever it may be. Yeah. I do it a lot to research as well. Like it is probably the one that I most guiltlessly use mm -hmm. of and again, not that I'm like guilt ridden with the other ones. I don't really want to give that impression, but like I feel like it has no effect on my mental health either way. It doesn't piss me off when I show up. I don't feel the need to engage or create content. I can literally just be there and do what I need and want to do without sort of feeling feeling anyway. It feels like a very neutral platform to me. However, well, in this conversation we were having <laughs> about it, several bosses felt the exact opposite. Like Pinterest actually really? makes them incredibly anxious and angry <laughs> because they see all the projects that they want to do that they uh -oh. know that they will never do. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, my hot take is that Pinterest is is kind of like you were saying, neutral because there aren't really any opinions on there. It's just yeah, it's just arts and crafts and stuff. Yeah, so. right. And I love that, but apparently, it still makes some people incredibly anxious because it's huh. like it's like some hardcore FOMO of like yeah. everything they see, even different from you know, you know what Instagram. I get Because like I, guess I, I, I don't. I, I have a like I follow like I I randomly use Pinterest here and there. Um, when I'm just trying to like, I, I'm, so I have a house and I'm trying to like, you know, remodel some things mm -hmm. and man, I want 
like an epic backyard. And every time like those backyard pictures come up on Pinterest, I'm just like, oh, I want that. But then I do the math and it's going to be like a six figure project. I'm just like, oh, okay. I'll never have that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day, Corey, you can put that yeah. on your five year plan. Okay. Five year plan. You can put that on your five year board. You can make a board for that. <laughs> um, so speaking right? of speaking of missing out. <laughs> uh, let's i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up this this last topic as as we're nearing the end of this episode do you feel like you're missing out by not using all this social media yeah oh really and i'm okay with that wait what i miss so all the you're, time so you're okay with missing out <laughs> interesting yes i mean i said we're on tiktok or i got on tiktok because i i know that the crystal world on tiktok is just like it's just money waiting right there to be made for sure um but I also had different priorities. Hmm. I bet. Um, and, you know, my priori- priorities may change in the future, but like, right, like I'm very confident and comfortable with my choices around social media across the board, personal, professional, between businesses, between platforms, whatever it may be. Um, I own my choices to either show up or not show up in whatever capacity I do. So even though, like, yes, I know I'm missing out. I it, Could I be an Instagram millionaire? Probably, maybe, if I like, wanted to figure it out. Um, do I want to own TikTok? Sure. That'd be cool. But I also don't care. Like I, I know I'm missing out. Maybe there's not a fear of me. Maybe there's a no. So that was going to be I'm my, that's going to be like my sub question. Like, is there a fear of missing out? Yeah. Or- no, that's an interesting distinction. I'm not afraid of missing out. I'm fine with missing out. It's still hmm. FOMO. Fine with f- fine. FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with missing out for sure because I'm becoming more of the person that I want to be, right? I'm like being well read and sitting on my back porch and like all these things, front and back porch. Um, I'm also building businesses that I think have firmer foundations than an Instagram algorithm, right? Um, I'm spending my time cultivating relationships with the people that I most want to cultivate relationships with. And no offense to my Instagram friends by any means, but like, it's my team. It's my family. It's my friends. It's my neighbors. It's the people who are significantly more directly related to me. And I don't have a ton of time, <laughs> right? Um, I have a limited amount of resources. Um, so, it, and I will say that because I've released that attachment to like making social media work for me, it's easier for me to test and change things within social media. It's also easier for me to better prioritize all the other places where my energy needs to be, where my money needs to be, where my team's energy needs to be. Um, because I can certainly and perfectly fine build amazing businesses without social media. Yeah. For sure. And like everyone can if you have a good product or service and like a good model to help make it do. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not like showing up and testing and changing things where, you know, tracking metrics, uh, both like hard metrics and anecdotal metrics. Um, and otherwise just consistently doing a gut check of like, do I want to be tra- like, I got on TikTok because I wanted to like, see what was happening on TikTok. Um, and so I like went against what I usually do to try something new. And I think it was fun. But the thing that I really around this, like, FOMO piece is I think it's easier to let that go because I simply have grounded myself in the hardcore fact that social media is just one of many avenues to market. We do lots of different things. Um, We're emailing consistently. We are, um, you know, doing events and showing up and word of mouth and all of those things. And otherwise just prioritizing in a way that feels incredibly good to me, my resources my time, money, and energy to be where I need to be, for my team to be where they need to be, for my money to be where it needs to be, um, for all, everybody's energy to need, be where it needs to be. Sometimes it is social media, but in the most part, it's not, at least for me and my businesses. All right. Well, at the end of this episode, uh, as the guest on Being Boss, where can our listeners follow you on social media? Oh my God, Corey. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's right? funny. At yeah. Being Boss Club <laughs> on Instagram. You can find me in my occasional snarky tweets at Emily M underscore Thompson on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe one day I'll actually like 
care enough about, I don't know, engaging the whole world hmm. to get back to tweeting all my funny tweets. But I don't know. I don't know. I, you know what? Come join the community and you'll like show there up to go. our things and you can actually engage with me and hear my dumbass stories or my snarky comments or whatever it may be. Because I do feel very much so that like, that I don't need to be internet public. And, and granted, I can hear on a podcast, yeah. right? Internet public podcast. But you can't engage with me on this podcast, <laughs> right? I'm not putting this out there for you to leave me 5,000 comments about whatever you think about me. Like, Although, <laughs> if you do want to have a conversation about this podcast episode, we do actually share this podcast in the community. And so if you want to like comment about this episode, go find that post in the community and share your thoughts. Yeah, please do. Come on. Also know that the community is my house and I'll kick you out if you're not nice. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't take like helpful, nice, constructive feedback, but trolls are not allowed. And that's that's kind of where I am. I feel good about my intentional use of social media. Am I missing out? Absolutely. Do I care? Not really. Not really. I'm friends with who I want to be friends with. My business is doing fine. And I show up and play when I want to. All right, boss, because you're here, I know you want to be a better creative business owner, which means I've got something for you. Each week, the team at Being Boss is scouring the news, the best entrepreneurial publications, and updates and releases of the apps and tools that run our businesses, and is curating it all into a weekly email that delivers the must-know tips and tactics in the realms of mindset, money, and productivity. This email is called Brood. We brew it up for you each week to give you the insight you need to make decisions and move forward in your creative business. Check it out now and sign up for yourself at beingboss.club slash brood. That's beingboss.club slash B-R-E-W-E-D. Now, until next time, do the work, be boss. Yeah.